Listen, you smell something, Jason? What? It's the Midnight Terrors podcast. I, I am listening, and I smell something, and it smells like the Midnight Terrors podcast. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. Um, this week, to appease Jason, there is no Kevin, only Bucky, and there is no Jason, only Diamond, and you're listening to Midnight Terrors. It is, and if if you haven't caught the reference yet, uh, you will get it in like two seconds. Yeah, so welcome back, everybody. This is episode 31 of the Midnight Terrors podcast, and we are discussing Ghostbusters this week, but I want to say thank you real quick to our guests from both episodes last week, Makai of the First on our bonus interview that we did on Friday, and then uh, Golden Gambit on our 30 Days of Night episode, which was episode 30 of this podcast. Those were both fun, huh, Jason? Uh, yeah, they were They were really good interviews. Um, I had fun, and especially, you know, we, we like to talk about movies, and, you know, we always want to kind of have a movie night and have fun with it and everything, but uh, we also love... Uh, music and it's it's fun to have musicians especially musicians that uh, you know have kind of a horror influence going on and uh you know Mackay and uh, gambit both you know are are very uh, versed um in their style and they take a lot from horror movies so it's fun to talk to them yeah absolutely they were uh those were both fun, in-depth uh, interviews, especially, well, interviews slash uh, movie reviews since we did the 30 Days of Night with uh, with Gambit. But um, both of those guys have very different uh, tastes in horror, so it's always cool to, like, you know, find out what everybody's interested in um, and then get to talk about how that bleeds into their music a little bit. So we did, like, an hour and a half chat with Makai where... I think 40 minutes of that episode was literally just horror talk before we got to his music. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, talking with Gambit, you know, we did a 30 Days of Night discussion, which was episode 30 that lined up perfectly. And then uh, at the end there, we talked about his music and how much he was inspired by horror. Um, it was just fun, man. It was it was cool to put out another episode, um, you know, two episodes in one week. And uh, both those guys are awesome. Very good friends of ours. And uh won't give anything away, but we definitely have more guests coming up in the future, possibly very, very soon. Um, but we want to throw all the love and appreciation to our guests that have come before and who will most definitely return. And uh, yeah, thank you also to everybody who's listened to our 30 episodes thus far. Technically 31 if you uh, if you include the the chat with Makai, which we do. So um yeah, so um, we had we had a really good time um, uh, with Mackay um, from the first, uh, and we had a great time with Gambit. Um, so we did, uh, you know, kind of a, a themed episode because we usually, you know, pick a movie to go with, and um, that was fun with uh, with Gambit uh, and Mackay. We just kind of had on, and we wanted to talk music with him. Um, but also just kind of generalize like, you know, horror and what we have fun with. And I, I think both of those were really good. And I had I had a lot of fun with both of those guys. So, yeah, no, both guys are awesome. And uh, we we talked music with both of them because both of them are musicians. Both of them are constantly putting out music. So 
I want to implore all of our listeners right now to go back, listen to those two episodes because we did get to play some of their tracks at the end of the episode. And then please go spin uh, music from the first and Golden Gambit um, and uh, give them all your support because they're awesome guys. Their their music is amazing and uh, we will be happy to have them back on uh, anytime soon. We had a ton of fun with with both of those. Our last few episodes were amazing. And um, Bucky, do you know how excited I am for this fucking episode right now? I think I have an idea because, uh, okay, so last week was a big milestone, right? Because it was 30 episodes. This episode might only be episode 31 in the official count of episodes, but it is also a milestone because we're talking about one of mine and Jason's all-time favorite movies. As I said in the intro, we are talking the OG Ghostbusters. So OG Ghostbusters, let's make that specific. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll dive not, all all through the franchise, but you we're know. not. Yeah, and and we probably will. We'll we'll go into probably all of them. Um, but OG Ghostbusters, yes. the original, is. Spe- is where we're at today. Yeah, specifically our movie pick tonight is the original Ghostbusters from 1984. And uh, Jason, we were talking a little bit before. Um, I don't know about you, but I can't really remember the first time I saw this movie. Can you recall the first time that you saw Ghostbusters? No, I can't because I was actually I was actually born in '84. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about, uh, movies before that were just kind of like always there, um, that, you know, just stuck with you and they're great movies and it's stuff that you'll just watch anytime it comes on TV or anytime you're passing it or whatever. Um, and, and this is, this is one of those. So like, I, I cannot tell you the first time I saw Ghostbusters. I cannot tell you the first time I saw Indiana Jones. I cannot tell you the first time I saw Star Wars. Uh, but they're they're all classics. And any time, in in fact, yesterday uh, the the kids were hanging out with me, uh, and uh, a New Hope. You know, the original Star Wars came on, and I just put that on. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Um, but Ghostbusters is one of those, um, and it's—I uh, mean, it's just classic, man. Like, there's—you can't get any better. And unfortunately, um, you know, they've tried to revive, and um, I actually do really like, which we'll probably get into. I actually really like the uh, the newest remake that Ivor Reitman's son did. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just always been there. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, I cannot recall the first time I saw this. This was definitely a movie that. Uh, so I'm a '90s kid. I was born in '92, and um, this was just a movie that my parents showed me when I was, uh, you know, under ten years old. And like, I don't remember the first time I saw it. And I'm with you. I don't remember the last time I saw Star Wars either. Um, and Ghostbusters or was the such first a- time that you saw Star Wars. Right, that's what I said. Um, yeah, you and, said last time, but whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> no worries. Um, but no, I uh, Ghostbusters was such a, a formative movie for me as a kid um, because 
I attribute a lot of my love to horror to Ghostbusters because it was so accessible to me as a little kid. Um, it had the scary elements, but it was also just so funny and warm that, um, like I said, I attribute a lot of my love of horror back to seeing Ghostbusters as a kid. And, uh, this remains one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, the, the cool, the cool thing about Ghostbusters is not only is it a great comedy movie, uh, you know, it, and, you know, it was written, um, by Dan Aykroyd, um, and, uh, you know, Bill Murray and, um, shit. Uh, what's his name? Egon. Oh, um, Harold Ramis. Yes. Harold Ramis. So, so it was written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd predominantly, um, but there was a there was a lot of uh, just uh, on the scene or when they're doing the scenes, there is a lot of like improv where they're just like spitting out lines. Um, and it's so funny. Um, but there there are scary aspects of like we were saying um, before we started, like uh, so the scene where Dana uh is sitting in her like kind of lounge chair or whatever and then the hands come out and lock her down and you know cover her face and then she gets dragged into the the room where like the ghosts are or whatever um that scared me (laughs) as a kid (laughs) um so that that did scare me but at the same time you know, as soon as you see something like that, it's like five minutes later, you know, 30, even 30 seconds later, they're saying some funny shit that's just like cracking you up. And so it, it kind of takes the kind of takes the bite out of it, you yeah. know, like, yeah, no, you know, it's, so uh, it's, it definitely balances comedy and horror, right? And, uh, when I think about this, you know, we've we've talked about Evil Dead, right? Which is like one of the most famous horror sure. comedies of all time, right? Absolutely. I, I feel confident going out on the limb and saying that I feel like Ghostbusters is the horror comedy of horror comedies. Like <laughs> this is a movie yeah. that this is a movie that everyone has seen and um you know, it just even if you're not a horror fan, you can get into Ghostbusters. And even if you're not a straight comedy fan, you can get into Ghostbusters. It blends so many genres of movies and makes characters that you never get tired of. And uh, like you said, it's it's got the scares, it's got the humor, it's got the heart. Now, I will say, I don't really remember being scared by Ghostbusters. Um, this was just one of those movies that... Um, for so, like for some reason as a kid I just I never got scared by Ghostbusters. I was always laughing and having a good time and like I just thought that all the creatures and the scary moments were cool. So yeah, and 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 that that kind of moment that I talked about, you know, with the with the hands coming out of the chair and everything. It did scare me, but it wasn't to the point that um you know, as a kid, because at at this point when I was watching it, I probably I, I wasn't probably even ten years old yet. I was maybe you know six or seven. Same. Um, but that that kind of like creeped me out a little bit, but not enough to where 
I was like, Oh, I can't watch this, you know? Um, and uh, like the cool thing about the movie too, is seeing it at, at a very young age, there were parts that I always thought were funny, but as you get older and you watch it again, (laughs) like god it's so good um probably one of my one of my favorite scenes um is at the beginning of the movie where uh venkman is uh he's doing this study um and he's studying uh he's studying clairvoyance or or uh you know telepathic ability and um <laughs> Vakeman being Vakeman, uh he's he's just trying to hit on the girl. <laughs> he, doesn't even, <laughs> he, he doesn't even care what's going on. Yeah. And so he's like holding up the cards and like she's supposed to guess what's on the card, and she's like, um, it's a figure eight. And it it is not a figure eight at all. <laughs> it's and he's like different. it is like, a figure eight. It is a figure eight. Are are you like? Can you see this? Like, are yeah. you are you just looking? Um, My favorite part um, about that then, scene, though, is that he's tormenting the guy that's actually trying. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, well, um, we're paying you, aren't we? Like, because he shocks him. <laughs> yeah, if they get it wrong. Yeah, and he spits his gum out, and he's like, "I didn't realize you were going to give me electric shocks." And I love he's like, "We're." paying you and he's like you can keep the five (laughs) dollars and i love that scene uh too because right before he says you can keep the five bucks they uh the guy's like what are you even trying to prove here anyway and bill murray says i'm studying the the effects of uh negative reinforcement reinforcement yeah he's like i'm studying the effects of negative reinforcement on esp uh ability and And he's like the Abilities. Yeah. And he's like, the effect? I'll tell you what the effect is. It's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good, man. And, uh, you know. <laughs> well, and even um, even at the end of the scene, like when, when the guy like leaves and he's left there with the girl, um, he's like, you know, I would like to study you a little more because he's fooling her into thinking that she's clairvoyant or she's telepathic. Um, and he's like, uh, I, I would like to take you out. He's like, what do you think? And she's like, I'm thinking like maybe eight o'clock. And he was like, I was just going to say eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So Bill <laughs> he's Murray, just such a, he's just such a scammer and, and it's really funny. Yeah. So Bill Murray has one of the best, uh, character introductions of his career here in Ghostbusters. But that scene, and we're going to dive into the plot, um, you know, just for fun. Everybody knows the plot, but we're going to dive into it anyway. Um, But the that scene just sums up the the blend of like supernatural horror mixed with comedy is just like the characters don't take it super seriously. So we don't take it super seriously. And uh, well, well, Vakeman doesn't. um, But Egon and. Egon and Ray, like they're they're hard in, like <laughs> they're they're trying to prove this shit, and Vakeman's kind of joking about it, um, and Vakeman's not really like into it until he sees something, which is when they go into the library. Well, that that's what I mean. Is that like they take yeah. it, they take their job seriously in the movie, but like 
even you know later on in the movie, Egon's comparing supernatural phenomenon with a with a Twinkie, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> like they just they they make it funny. Hey Kevin, when, what? What about the Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make it funny with how they do their research and. And stuff like that. And, you know, one of our favorite scenes that we've referenced before we dive further into the movie is uh, it's such a ridiculous line, but it makes me laugh every time. Ridiculous in the best way is when they go into the library and uh, they're walking the aisles and uh, they see a giant stack of books and Ray's like, "Uh, Vinkman, this is so big. This is so big. And then uh, Vinkman's like, you're right. No human being would stack books like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and what I what I like about what I like about Vankman um, throughout the whole movie, he's kind of like the um, I, I don't know what I don't know the way to say it. Like he's kind of the um, he's kind of the realist, you know. Yeah, he's like the, he's, he, the, he's the skeptic. Yeah, exactly. Like so, he he believes in sort of you know um and you know of course he's he's seen all of this stuff and he's he's seen the library ghosts and he's seen all this stuff go on so he he knows that uh you know this shit happens but at the same time he's always like trying to like kind of debunk it or just make a joke out of it. And it's what's it it makes his character so great. Like he's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. So as we dive uh, further into the movie, I have to ask before we dive into the plot, who is your favorite Ghostbuster? Oh, Vinkman all day. Okay. Okay. I do. Vinkman. I do love Vinkman. All right. But I think my favorite, still to this day, was always my favorite as a kid, and uh, it stands true as a 30-year-old man. Uh, I think my favorite is still Ray. Yeah, it's it's hard for me, man, because because Vakeman is, is kind of the funniest, I guess. Um, but Ray has some really funny shit, too. Um, so like, it's, a, it's... like a ghost blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's it's hard and i i mean all three of them um are just so good like it's 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 hard to pick one man um because egon even with his geeky shit is fucking hilarious man like he's so good yeah um uh and and this would jump into uh the second one, um, but one of my one of my favorite parts of the second one is when they finally put their packs on and they're they're about to go fight and uh, they're they're powering their packs up. They're like do ray, and then he's like Egon. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really funny, man, because well, they're they're going with the do ray me shit, and then he's like Egon, and they all look at him. <laughs> well, like he's fucked up. Well, I love in the first one too um, when they when they're in the elevator powering up their packs for the first yes. time and they're yes. like, you know, each one of us has, you know, uh, an unlicensed, uh, <laughs> atomic bomb on our backs or whatever. Accelerator. Yeah. Molecular accelerator on their back. And, uh, what's to worry about. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, 
they he's like uh turn it on uh egon or whatever he says ray turns his pack they turn ray's pack on and then they just slowly back away <laughs> slowly like yeah move to the other side of the elevator uh, yeah it's amazing yeah, like there's no. just so many like really like kind of tiny things um well even before they get on the elevator um you know they're called in and and the guy's like what are you guys some kind of exterminators and vakeman's like yeah somebody saw a cockroach up on four he's like must have been pretty big and he's like yeah bite your head <laughs> off man like <laughs> yeah no dude they there are so many great lines and that's what i mean is that the supernatural elements are balanced so well with the comedy so we're gonna let's dive into the plot here so obviously the big gist is that you know, we got our three main Ghostbusters who are later joined by uh, uh, Winston, who I also love. Um, yeah, Winston's great, too. And uh, obviously, they're they're Ghostbusters, and uh, they start hunting ghosts around town after they're fired from their job at, uh, at the university that they work at. And then, uh, of course, there's some crazy end-of-the-world stuff going on, and uh, that eventually yep. leads them to battle Gozer the Gozerian. And uh, every time we'll get into it, but every time we get to the final battle, my favorite line is aim for the flat top. (laughs) Yeah, I love that line, too. (laughs) And then, of course, they, uh, you know, Gozer's like, choose the one. I think I have one that I I like a little more than that. But go ahead. (laughs) No. So they fight Gozer. Gozer picks the form of the destructor that they have to fight Gozer in, which is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And uh, they win. And they're heroes of New York. And that's the gist of it. So now we can get in and just gush about all the quotes and all the funny moments and great. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the plot is it's basically, uh, you know, like Kevin uh, Bucky said that, uh, you know, it's just like they're haunting ghosts and nobody believes them. Um, but uh, the, the best I think the best part of the movie is when they go into the hotel, like the first kind of real call that they get is this hotel and Slimer's in there. Okay, so before we dive into that scene, I have to tell you that the one of the main reasons that I loved Ghostbusters so much as a kid was because of Slimer. Slimer was always my favorite character. And, oh yeah, uh, great character. This might be slightly forgotten, but do you remember there used to be a Ghostbusters cartoon? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think there was actually. I, mean, I, used to, I think there was I actually. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I think there was actually uh, and, two. There was actually two of them, wasn't there? Um. So there probably was, but the the initial one that I remember was like the original. I, I don't know. They, I, I think they did like a, um, a kids like ghostbusters after that. Something okay. Like that. So like I, it was like a, yeah, so I got it. So initially there was the real ghostbusters. Which, yes. That was the that name was, of the cartoon. Was, yeah. And that was, that was the original animated that they did. And I will tell you right now, um <laughs> more than the actual movie messed me up there was this episode that it sticks with me and it scared the living shit out of me um it was 
it was like the boogeyman. Okay. And it was this like crazy hoofed beast looking thing that would come out of kids' closets and <laughs> okay. drag okay. them into the <laughs> underworld. And, and like, dude, that shit, like it was, I mean, it was a cartoon, but that scared me more. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't remember like all the details of that episode, um, but it, yeah, it was like it was like the boogie band, and it was this crazy looking shit, and uh, he would drag them in their closets, kind of like a uh, like Monsters Inc. style, like drag them into the closet and uh, uh, just fuck them up or whatever, um, and that actually scared me more than the movie did. <laughs> so you went more kitty with the pulled into the closet reference because my mind went to poltergeist oh well there yep there you go too <laughs> <laughs> so that was the original cartoon the one that i grew up watching was in the 90s because i believe the real ghostbusters was the 80s so that makes sense that 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 that's the one you saw first and then yep. in the 90s we got extreme ghostbusters Oh, see, I don't I don't even remember that at all. So Extreme Ghostbusters was the one that I was familiar with. And I remember pretty clearly the reason I liked Slimer was because Slimer was like their friend in the show. Yeah, he was kind of like their buddy or whatever. And I, I think they did that um, not with X. Well, they did it with Extreme, I'm sure. But um, in the original like Ghostbusters animated, he was kind of like their buddy, too. Um they yeah. like made friends with him so yeah so that's so that's how i uh became a, a slimer fanboy but uh then i i don't remember which one i saw first but then i watched uh you know i watched the original movie that we're talking about and yes easily like one of the best scenes in the movie is their their first bust with uh slimer at the hotel <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So in the hotel, I mean, there's so many great parts about that initial call to the hotel, um, because initially when they're called to the hotel, they're telling them like, hey, like we want it low key, like <laughs> don't make a scene about it. And of course, they walk through the door and they're like, hey, I heard somebody saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about. My favorite part about when they get the call is that just before they go to the hotel, they're super like bummed out because they haven't gotten any calls. And uh, well, yeah, Peter. Yeah, well, well, Peter's talking with the other Ghostbusters over a takeout dinner, and he has just met right. with Dana about what happened at her apartment. And Peter goes, "She's a valued customer. We don't want to lose her. I think I should take her out to a nice dinner." <laughs> and the Ghostbusters yeah. are well, like, this takeout here, this elegant meal is the last of our pennies. And then yeah, this is, this is the last of our petty cash. <laughs> yeah. And then they're eating dinner and then the alarm goes off and they just stare at the fire alarm like, what? <laughs> and then well, they go to the hotel. Know, I, I think I think my favorite part about that scene is um, when when they meet with Dana initially, um, he, Peter's like, I'm going to go take Dana back to her apartment and I'm going to check her out. <laughs> and he's like, wait, I'm going to check out her apartment. <laughs> yep, That part made me laugh on, uh, yeah. on rewatching it. And, uh, yeah, no. So we get to the hotel and, uh, one of my other, uh, favorite moments is obviously there's the famous, he slimed me scene. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I always get a kick out of the maid that they scare when they shoot their proton packs at her. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was the other thing and I then was going to say. She's like, she drops yeah, down behind they, the cart and then goes, what the hell are you hell doing? Are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think the, the best line there is it just they're like, oh, uh, sorry, uh, we thought you were someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who did you think she was? Yeah, dude, like, <laughs> so good. So then, yeah, they split off and Venkman gets slimed. And uh, then we have the the ballroom, um, you know, showdown. And I love well, when uh, I love when they're trying to set up the trap, and uh, <laughs> they have to clear all the tables. And Venkman's like, "I've always wanted uh, to do yes. this." And he goes to pull the the cover off the table, and then he knocks yeah, so everything he knocks everything over. And then just goes, the flowers are still are standing. Still standing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Classic line. Um, and it's 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 one of those things that like um, you know, everybody tries to, to do, like a, even if it's like a magician or something like that, they try to rip the the tablecloth out and leave everything standing, whether it's the glass or the silverware or whatever. Well, we've we've all done that, right? yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it never works yeah but yeah um but yes you're a hundred percent right like that's the flowers are still standing um (laughs) um but i i also love um right before they get there that when vagman seen uh sees slimer for the first time He's like he's looking at me, Ray. <laughs> he's like he's an he's ugly like, he's an ugly little spud, isn't he? Yeah, he's like I think he can hear you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Ray gets to him after Slimer, you know, he goes through him or whatever. He's like I got slimed. He's like that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I like I think that's why I like Ray so much is because he's just so naive to everything. <laughs> Yeah. And like, he's like, he's like, you got slime. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Everything to him is just like the coolest thing ever. And I think that's why I like Ray. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, there's so many great uh, well, lines and, 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 and moments and Vakeman, in here. And Vakeman wants to get slimed and Ray's like, uh, you know, this is awesome. He's like, I feel so funky. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, dude, there's, there's so many great moments in here so let's 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 kind of walk through the the plot here and we'll we'll just pick out moments as we go through so obviously the movie starts with the uh with uh the library scare and then we we already talked about peter and his uh his test subjects and uh my obviously one of my favorite moments as a kid was when they go to confront the library ghost and uh they're like (laughs) i think you said you're you said your favorite line, and I think it's probably one of the best lines of the movie. Um, so when they're going to confront the library ghost, they're like, okay, let's step off and let's talk about this real quick. And Egon is doing like calculations, like he's on his calculator, like trying to figure out shit. And Vagman's like, "Stop that!" Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny one. Then, but even even before they go to confront the ghost, I love when Egon is uh, trying to get readings in the in the main lobby of the library, <laughs> and he's got his headphones on. And then Vankman just comes up and is like, uh, tapping on the table, yeah. and then he drops the big ass book and scares him. 
but when when like when they go to like so all right, they're like they're seeing the ghost for the first time. They've never seen a ghost. And so they're they're going, okay, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> and that's fake man. He's like, what do we do? <laughs> and Ray's answer is follow me, follow my lead. Do exactly we'll as it. I say. Do exactly as I say. And they get out there and Ray's like, get her. <laughs> and <laughs> then like, I, what? <laughs> and then the ghost jumps at him. And I love when it cuts yeah. and you don't see them their faces yet when they're talking about it. And Bill Murray has this great delivery of <laughs> get her. <laughs> yep. He's like, he's like, oh, that was your big plan, Ray. Get, get her. <laughs> <laughs> so I've said that a bunch. Um and then obviously they there's the whole they get fired from the the university, they start their business. We get the great Annie Potts. Um, yep. I love when they're introduced to the firehouse <laughs> and uh, they're yes. like, this building should be condemned. It's, you know, da 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 da. There's this the much wrong with it. Says, yeah. And then Ray he's comes like, down the pole and he's like, hey, does this pole still work? This place is great. When can we move in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and, uh, and Bill, Bill Murray looks, o- Bill Murray looks over at the real estate woman and says, I think we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's, there's a couple of great scenes from there. Um, it just early in with the firehouse, um, you know, Ray, you know, sliding down the pole and saying, Hey, does this pole still work? And, you know, he's like, Hey, we should stay here tonight. Just check it out. <laughs> um, and <laughs> which is really, really funny. Um, but even before they start getting into like the ghost busting, um, uh, there's, there's a couple of really good lines where, uh, it, when Dana comes in, uh, you know, Bill Murray is, uh, of course, hitting on her. Um, but uh, he like hops over, and then um, uh, Egon is underneath the secretary's desk, and <laughs> she's trying to talk to him. And she's like, she's like, I have a couple of hobbies. What are yours? And he's like, I collect spores mold and fungus and she's like oh that's interesting uh, like, <laughs> i love when annie potts is trying to flirt with um with with harold ramus oh yeah she's so good yeah she's so good um and then um you know uh tully uh lewis tully oh dude uh, we would we Rick would Moranis. yeah this yeah, is he's so he's fantastic too. So I've never seen a uh, little shop of horrors. Um, that's one I've been meaning to get to. Um, oh man, you need to, it's, I, it's I, really good. I do need to get on that one, but I also, so I grew up and, uh, after I saw ghostbusters, I also loved Rick, Rick, excuse me, Rick Moranis in, uh, honey, we shrunk ourselves or honey shrunk kids. Yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. was, that was the weird thing with me, man. Quick side note. I never really liked honey. I shrunk the kids. I always liked the sequel better where they shrunk themselves. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so well, that... I, I watched, I watched the original and I don't think that I watched any of the sequels. Um, well, you don't need to go past yeah, the second anyway. one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh so that Honey We Shrunk Ourselves and Ghostbusters are always tied for like my favorite um roles of Rick Moranis, but man, this dude is so funny every time he's in a movie. 
He is um, it, like all of his all of his moments, and it, I hate to. I'm gonna say it. Um, I hate to bring up the girl Ghostbusters, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the secretary. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. He was probably the funniest part of the girl Ghostbusters. He <laughs> cracked me up. Like so, his lines and everything were just perfect. So like, he was great. So if we're gonna go but, on, if we're gonna go on a tangent real quick before I let you get to your point, I have to sure. say, I want to pref- preface whatever you're gonna say by telling our listeners I actually really like the female Ghostbusters movie. And oh, Jason and you. I, Jason and I fuck are on opposite ends you. there. Hey, you know what, buddy? I have a winning <laughs> I argument. Love you, but fuck you. <laughs> well, hey, I have a winning argument for you. Your daughters love it, so shove it. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> and well, uh, of course, they're going to. They're seven. <laughs> who cares, man? So, so anyway, the one of my favorite Chris Hemsworth lines in the Lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> Is when uh, when he shows up for the interview, he's got glasses on, but there's no lenses in it. And Melissa McCarthy's like, um, "Why? Can I ask why no lenses?" He's like, "Oh, they just kept getting dirty, so I took them out." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, any, but anyway, continue with your other point. Well, but so he he kind of played that Lewis Tully, like kind of character um yeah, from a, the l- a little bit. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, he kind of played that character. Um, I mean, but, we could uh, we could we could all take um, uh, dating advice and flirting advice from uh, from Louis Tully when uh, when he's talking to Dana in her hot in not in the hotel but like in the hallway of their apartment, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, he's a- he's like, you know, you shouldn't leave your TV on so loud. The creep down the hall complained. So you know what I did? I climbed out onto the ledge and then I I, I tried to turn it off, but I couldn't get in. So I went across the hall and I turned my TV on loud too, so they would think there's a problem. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. And then he always locks himself out of his you, own apartment. You know, that joke shouldn't be as funny as it is, but both times that he locks himself out of his apartment crack me it's up. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I love when his um, I love then, when his voice cracks too when the second time he gets locked up he goes, "Hey, somebody let me in. It's Louis Lebian." <laughs> well, and so like once you kind of get to the 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 mid part of the movie, um, you get a lot of Rick Moranis, um, and he he has so many good lines, especially like when he's having his little party and he's wanting people in there, um, and he's like, you know, um, you know, Tom and Shelley are here, they're clients, and you know he's he's got this much on his house, and <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and we got him down to like thirty percent on a mortgage, and blah blah blah, um, and then he starts talking about like aspirin. He's like, you know, you could buy aspirin, but I got this acetylic acid, <laughs> and I get thirty of these for you know this amount of money, and he's just being crazy. Um, but, uh, my favorite part is, you know, everybody's throwing their coats in the, <laughs> in the room <laughs> and they're throwing it on top of the, the dog or, yep. the, <laughs> um, and he hears them growl and he's like, 
all right, who brought the dog? <laughs> yeah, but even before then, he goes, so anyone want to play Parcheesi? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, well, and, and so there's, my and there's the like really hot blonde girl that's like, Lewis, I'm leaving. He's like, Oh no, don't leave. We're just gonna about to play some twisters. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's like, You know, maybe if we start dancing together, other people might join Everybody in. Everybody will join in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then their dance moves crack me up. Yeah. <laughs> But my favorite Rick Moranis moment is later after he gets possessed by the the demon dog, Vince, Uh and he's taken to the Ghostbusters station and they're like, they've got the crazy hat on him trying to do tests on him. Oh, yeah. And then Annie Potts is like, uh, he's like, can I get you uh, some coffee? He's like... Or she's like, do you want some coffee? He's like, do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that a lot whenever I get offered a drink or something. Yes, have some. I love um, I love Egon's like straight lace way of saying that is yes, have some. Yes, have some. Yeah, I'll have some. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, it is. It, it and he does he does a great job throughout the movie and if, um and even, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk uh ultimate flirting we gotta talk about the scenes between dana and uh dr Venkman. <laughs> oh dude uh, so i i mean there there are like 50 million lines from this movie like one-liners and everything that you could speak to um but one of the one of the ones that i love is when he's um when he's seeing dana and she's possessed uh and he's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he, he says a couple of things like so she starts like kind of levitating and he's like well you know um I, i'm attracted to her uh she <laughs> sleeps above her covers four feet above her covers <laughs> um and then um there's there's one too because he he gives her like some morphine or whatever just to calm her down or to to you know chill her out and he's like well she's gonna take a little nap right now (laughs) (laughs) i also love when uh when he's talking to to zool inside of dana and she's like do you want this body and he goes is this a trick question yeah, <laughs> yeah. question. He continue, and then I love when she's like, "Take me now, sub creature," and he's like, "We never talk anymore." And then she gets like, like yanked onto the bed. He's like, I- "I'll make it in a rule: never to get involved with possessed people." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's and, and and it's those it says little one liners. As it, they're going through it, yeah. But even um, even but, be- uh, even before she's possessed, I love when he's like, "I'm just gonna say it. I'm completely in love with you." And she's like, "Oh my god, yeah, get out of here!" <laughs> he's like, um, I, "I I bet you when I leave here that you're gonna be thinking about me." Oh, I'm sure I will. About me, <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> well, and 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 I love too um, when he goes to see her. Um, uh, she is, he goes to see her play in the orchestra. Um, and he's like, you're the best one. And she's like, Oh, I'm surprised because, uh, most people can't pick me out out of the whole orchestra. And he's like, I don't need this abuse. (laughs) (laughs) I love Um, it. And then, and then she's talking to like the conductor or whatever. 
And he's like, who's this stiff? (laughs) (laughs) I love that later on, too, when that guy's walking away and he's like, hey, man, glad you're doing better. You're looking a little pale, though. (laughs) Yep. You're looking a little pale. (laughs) I love. Yeah, there is. There's just so many in there. Like, yeah, Doctor Doctor Venkman and Dana's dynamic is easily one of the funniest parts of the movie. Really I love, good. I love when he's investigating her fridge when he when she's telling him about the eggs and he opens the fridge and goes, he's like, oh my god, look, look at all, all look at all the junk, junk food. food. <laughs> yeah. she's like, no, look no, no, this food. this wasn't here. You actually eat this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got like bologna, yeah. and he's like, you actually eat this shit. Uh, oh, so good, man. <laughs> well, and um, he's looking at the eggs too, and he and he's like, because the eggs like jump out and like kind of fry themselves on on the counter or whatever, um, which is what creeps her out. And he's like, he's like, well, and he's like, just flipping the eggs over. He's like, you don't usually see that out of an appliance (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh and i gotta say man like you talking about the eggs just reminded me of something so i literally just had like i said i had this on in the background as we were getting ready to jump on the call the special effects and the practical effects on in this movie hold up beautifully are fantastic yeah they're really good the demon dogs look great um, the eggs jumping out of the cartons look great. Slimer still looks great because it's all practical effects, man. Yeah. Um, and there, there is, there's, there's one or two scenes, um, with the dogs running that look a little claymation, look a little janky. Um, but for the time, like, you know, it looked good. Yeah. But they're, um, they're so, minus- it, it they're so, they're so minuscule that you can kind of look past them. Yeah, it doesn't distract from the movie. Um, and and speaking of the dogs um, running up to Lewis, like when he's uh, <laughs> when he's beating on the windows of the the restaurant, he's like, "Somebody help me!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and he turns around and he sees he sees the dog, and he's like, "He's like, hey, Pooch, I I think I might have a little biscuit in here somewhere. <laughs> I think I got a little milk bone." <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got a milk bone in here somewhere. I love after um, I love that after he gets um possessed too, he's running around and he talks to the guy's carriage horse and he's like, Don't worry, when the sign comes, all prisoners will be released. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause the one I love that moment too. That's one of my favorite little moments is when the carriage driver's like, Hey man, he does the walking, I do the I do the, the driving. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, You want to ride? And then uh Lewis comes up and his eyes glow red and he growls. Yep. Which I got to say, you know, again, slight jump into one of the other movies, but they brought the, oh, sorry, spoiler alert for a a 2021 movie, but they brought the demon dogs back for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. And they stuck to practical effects, man. Yeah, they did. And they still look, they they still look great. They still look great. Um, so uh, like, uh, one of, one of my favorite parts too is when they, they finally go to like kind of the showdown with Gozer. Um, there, again, there are so many good moments. Whoa, 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 Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we jump to the final, (laughs) final battle. Okay. Important. Yeah. Trust me. It'll be worth it. Important dynamic that we skipped. And it is Walter Peck, the... EPA guy versus the Ghostbusters. 
Yes, this guy has no fucking dick. Uh, <laughs> you know, the containment unit was working just fine until it was shut off by Dickless this here. dickhead came and shut it off. Yeah, Dickless here came and shut it off. <laughs> He's like, they caused yes. a nuclear explosion. And then the mayor's like, is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. This man has no dick. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, after I, I, I love that. And when they when they are taking Peck away, um, Vakeman's like, you know what? I'm going to send him a nice basket of fruit. Like, <laughs> so being my, a shithead. Just- yeah. So and I love to when um, Peck first meets Vakeman and he's like, uh, you know, where do you keep these ghosts? Like in a storage facility. And where is this storage facility? Would it be on this premises? And he's like, yes. He's like, may I see this storage facility? No. He's like, and why not, Mr. Venkman? (laughs) Because you did not say the magic word. And what is is the magic word? word? Please. Please. (laughs) May may I please see the storage facility? Why do you want to see the storage facility? (laughs) <laughs> I just I love how shitty he is towards the guy. Yeah, because he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Like, you don't need to be here." Um, and um, the best part too is like when he walks in, um, he 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 says like, uh, "Vakeman says, hey, nice to meet you, man." And he kind of like brushes his shoulder, um, and he's got like ectoplasm all over him yep <laughs> so he just wipes slime all over him yeah she's <laughs> just like yeah so my favorite my all-time favorite moment with walter peck comes later after the explosion when they shut off the containment facility and yeah. they're standing outside and they get like uh detained by the cops and then yeah. walter peck is like you are in violation of uh, this law and this law and this law. And then Egon this comes code, in. Yeah, this code Egon, code, yeah. Egon comes in with your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a moment I never noticed, but he's like, you are in violation of this, 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 your mother. And then well, launches and, and, and then launches at him. And I, I love the scene where, where Peck is trying to get the, the system shut down. And uh, they're they're telling him, um, you know, don't be a dickhead. Like, if you shut this down, this is going to be bad. And, you know, everybody's like kind of ignoring them. Um, but I, I would be remiss if uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about uh, the scene because they're they're talking about um storing the ghost or putting the ghosts in into the containment unit and uh egon's trying to explain to them like how many ghosts are they're catching and everything (laughs) um it's 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 the twinkie conversation yep so jason (laughs) give us give us give us egon's line Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Egon's Egon's trying to break it down to everybody and say, like, hey, listen, you know, uh, normal ghost activity is the size of this Twinkie that I'm holding. Um, and then <laughs> he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, so what we're looking at right now, this Twinkie would be like 25, I don't even like remember. 30, like, like 35 this, feet long. Yeah. It's like 35 feet long or whatever. And he's like, that's a big Twinkie. <laughs> and then, and then Venkman comes in and then is yeah. like, 
He's like, no, we got a he's big like, problem. He's got- like, T- tell him about the Twinkie. What about, <laughs> yeah, the, what, about a, Twinkie. what about the Twinkie? What about the Twinkie? Oh, so good, so good. Which is amazing. Like it's, man, it's 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 so amazing that they are able to just like lace in the lines like all throughout the movie. It, it, it's just so funny, man. Like yeah. it's it's so good. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, even even when you get to like the finale, like when when we get down to, you know, them uh, going. So so, you know, Dana and uh, Lewis, you know, they turn into the dogs and they're and the, I yeah. have to say my childhood naivety, of course, did not get what they were, what joke they were making with the uh, I am the key master. I am the gatekeeper. Yep. And they're fucking. I was like, <laughs> oh, and then I became an adult. I'm like, oh, they have to have sex to release Gozer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I also um, uh, I mentioned it before, but I obviously did not pick up on the ghost blowjob. Mm, what are you talking about? Are you serious? Yeah, dude, it's when when Ray's laying in bed during the montage when they're becoming oh, celebrities. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Which because <laughs> fans come up in and the ghost is over him and yeah, 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 yeah. I got and then you. he gets the little yeah. cross-eyed then, look. He's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then like rolls off the bed. So yeah, yeah, my I did not pick up on what that was until I was of much course. older. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and see, once you, once you get towards the finale, um, when obviously the key master and everything come together, um, when they're going to like face it, um, there's, there's some excellent stuff there, especially because, uh, the like elevators aren't working. So they have to walk. <laughs> Remind me, like, stairs. let me know. Let me know when we get yeah. to floor 22 because I'm going to puke. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is great. And then when they finally get there to like that floor, um, it, you know, they're like, hey, where do these stairs go? And <laughs> Bakeman's like, they go up. <laughs> can we can we say again before we dive into the finale like the chemistry with these three and later four guys are is just amazing i love uh it you know is, another man. another prime example earlier on like way earlier on is when um they start planning to go in, into business for themselves and after the library egon is like coming up with ideas and then vankman goes Egon, I'm going to take back a few things I've said about you. And he hands him like a candy bar and says, you've earned it. You've earned it. You've earned this. Yep. (laughs) And like he just gives him that that look and like they just play off each other so well. But again, even with um, with uh, Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver, they bounce off of everybody so well. And I love earlier on too an important moment that I skipped that I never noticed before (laughs) is when... uh, they pick up the phone and the, and Egon speaks to Venkman on the phone because he's like, uh-huh. Venkman's like, I'm here with uh with the gatekeeper. And they're yep. like, we're here with the key master. And they're like, we got to get them together. And he's like, no, I think that'd be a bad idea. And they go to <laughs> they go to hang up. Right. 
And right. earlier on when the telephone rang, Rick Moranis jumped up and got scared. <laughs> yeah. And then they go to like, all right, we're going to keep him safe. And then he ha- goes to hang up the phone. <laughs> and off ha- off screen, you just see uh, Rick Moranis, his hands come in and hand him the phone receiver. He's like, thank you. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> and then, that, that and then not even where he, like... hands, he hands him the receiver. Right. And he goes, thank you, Vince. And then real quick, it cuts back. And then Vince hands him the freaking lamp from the table. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you said to um, that that scene where he's like, um, you know, do you want some coffee? You know, he's like, yep, yeah, I'll have some. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, do, do I, <laughs> yeah, do you want some coffee? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have yes, some. Have some. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in, like some of, some of the most like like so getting up to the finale. Of the yeah, movie, let's which, let's dive into the climax. Which most people know uh, there is so much good shit in there, um, especially you know like we talked about like you know they're walking the stairs and they're like uh, <laughs> hey when I get here <laughs> yeah remind me I'm gonna throw up yep, um, yep and then once they get up there um it's <laughs> there's so much good shit um because Gozer. Um, you know, says like, you know, choose, choose the form. Well, even before that, I love the practical effects of, um, of Vince and, uh, or, uh, Lewis and, uh, Dana getting zapped by the lightning and then just like morphing into dogs. Yeah. And they morph into those kind of like demon dogs, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Which is, which is great. And, and of course, Jason, we cannot skip over the greatest life advice ever given in a movie because jason if someone asks yep. you if you were a god you, you say, say yes, yes. <laughs> all right this chick is toast yeah uh, i mean there's just that last you know 20 to 30 minutes is so good um, you know, once they get, well, and one of my favorite lines too, is once they get up there. So, uh, Lewis and, um, and Sigourney Weaver, they, they haven't transformed yet. Um, but they do transform into the dogs or whatever. And Vegman's like, okay. So she's, she's a dog. A dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and just from then on, man, like it's, I I don't know, like I so I've said that we we might touch on like the new Ghostbusters, so uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the one with Paul Rudd, uh, what yeah, is it? Uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, Afterlife. So you know, I I kind of want to touch on that and obviously it's it's the best thing is uh, i hate i've already said i hate the girl one um and you're wrong but that's okay oh well you know (laughs) (laughs) anyway continue um but no like like some like the last like showdown especially with like Okay, so she's a dog. Like it's fantastic line, um, and then you know Gozer comes out, um, and then one of my favorite parts it's fucking Ray. <laughs> like they're like, go get her, Ray. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, 
he tries it's, to it's, like uh he tries to reason with gozer yeah he's like as a as a representative of the city state county of new york i will uh ask you to go back to your uh most convenient dimension <laughs> yeah i ask you to cease all uh paranormal activity and relocate to a new facility yep and, and, then, uh, and then, of course, that leads to the, are you yeah. a god? Yeah. Well, and Bankman's like, good job, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then which that he, leads Which to... he says later on when the destructor is finally chosen and we start to see the Stay Pup Marshmallow Man. And then he's like, yes. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. And then he's, he's like, I tried to think of the most harmless thing possible. Something that could never, ever hurt anything or anyone. Mr. Stay yep. Puffed, and then uh, Vankman looks over and goes, nice thinking, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and I love um, I love the conversation before that when um, when they're talking because, uh, you know, goes or kind of goes away and she uh, she or he, whatever, however you want to call it. Um, it's like choose, choose the form. And and Vankman's like, oh, well, that's cute. I get it. <laughs> so if we think of J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover is going to come and destroy us. Uh, so let's just clear our heads. Like, clear our heads. Nothing. And like, then, don't think about and then half a second later, yeah, then, <laughs> the choice is made. Yeah. And the choice is made. And they're like, I didn't. Vagman's like, I didn't think about anything. Egon, did you think about anything? He's like, no. <laughs> it's like, well, I love how aggressive. Did you think about anything? No. Well, I and love, I love how, ag- I love how aggressive they are when he's like, I didn't choose anything. Egon, did you choose anything? No. <laughs> Winston, did you no. choose anything? No. no. I didn't choose anything. <laughs> and then Ray's just sitting there. He's like, What did you? I. One of my favorite lines is like, what did you do, Ray? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help it. I didn't do anything. I couldn't help it. It just kind of popped in there. (laughs) What? What just popped in there? What just popped in there? (laughs) (laughs) And then we see the... uh, Yeah, me too. And then we see uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which was another favorite of mine when I was a kid. Um, Absolutely. And still still great, man. That, That creature just looks so good. It does, um, and it's it's really fun, like kind of seeing it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, another one of my favorite lines. I mean, there's 50 million in this movie, um, but uh, when when they see kind of the head walking, they can just see like the top of the stay buffed, like walking through the buildings. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> oh, I, like, I know what you're gonna yeah. Mother pus bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you were gonna say. Oh, so good. And uh, uh and, well and, and and I love the fact that they're like they're like, Ray, what did you do? And he's like, Man, I just tried to think of the most innocent thing possible. <laughs> like I, I wasn't trying to think of anything, you know. <laughs> and he's yep. like I, I I wanted to think of the most like innocent thing, and I can remember roasting marshmallows like around Lake Wakanda or whatever he says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like Ray has officially gone bye bye. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> hey guys, race gone bye bye. <laughs> anybody have any other, you know, suggestions or whatever? And of course, um, and of course, they gotta shoot the the door closed so that Gozer will be destroyed. And what do they do, Jason? The one thing they said not to do, they cross <laughs> the streams. Well, so real quick before we get there, um, they, you know, of course they try to shoot Stay Puffed um, and just try and roast him down if they can. Um, and then they kind of go back to regroup. Um, and <laughs> when they regroup, uh, they're talking about uh, not crossing the streams because Egon told him like crossing the streams is bad. Um, and you know, you can, you can blow up, <laughs> uh, or, you know, it, it, and he even says like, imagine your, your body being exploded at the speed of light. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, like, and then Bankman's yeah. like important safety tick. Thanks Egon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Important safety um, tip. Thanks Egon. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but um, one of my favorite one of my favorite lines from the movie is when um, the Stay Puft is coming up and uh, Vakeman in their little like group meeting. He's like, listen, man, Mr. Stay Puft, he's he's a sailor. <laughs> he's a sailor. He's yeah. in New York. We get this guy laid. We got yeah. no problem. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that line. <laughs> I love that line. He's like. He's a sailor. We're just, you know, we get him laid. We'll be all right. Oh, <laughs> uh, and um, then uh, I always was like, um, and then I, I love when he, when he, he steps on the, he steps on the cathedral, and Bankman's oh, yeah. like, nobody steps on the church in my town. Yep, and you know they light him up, but um, yeah, and of course they blow up the gate, and then Stay Puff burns and explodes. And uh, as a kid, I wouldn't have minded. Uh, having a giant marshmallow explode and <laughs> just having to like eat my way out basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, it, it, well, and one of my, one of my favorite parts about the finale, which is really cool is, um, when Vakeman, uh, starts calling out, he's like, he's like, got your stick. Yep. Light him up. Yep. Light it. I love to Burn when uh, yeah, I love you know? I love to at the end when uh, after the Stay Puft is destroyed and they're like trying to get Dana out of the statue of the dog and then they cut over to uh, Harold or not Harold Ramis um, Rick Moranis uh, and he's like he's yep. got a piece of it on his head he's like hey who turned out the lights yep yep <laughs> and then uh, of course we heard it before but we. They are heroes of New York, and we uh, end with the iconic classic theme song. Yep, with the Ghostbusters theme song. I I, I do want to like just say like I mean that that little like kind of end sequence when they go to cross the streams and everything. Um, you know, like I said, when they're when they're saying like you know light them up, burn them hard. Yeah, you know, here we go. Like I'm just like that's that shit kills me. Aim I love the, it. Aim for the flat top. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and oh, 
oh, and I, I didn't mention uh, earlier, too. Um, you know, he says aim for the flat top, but when she does like the kind of little crazy flip over him, he's like, oh, she's a nimble little minx, isn't she? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so just, like it's 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 so cool because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be scary and it's supposed to be creepy, but and it is. Um, and, but they just make it so funny. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. No, like it's, it, uh... it's, it's a perfect mix of like this, uh, should be kind of, should be kind of horror movie or should be like kind of creepy. And they're definitely, uh, moments in there that are very creepy and, and, and crazy, but they just, they just lace it with all of this, like, comedy and it's so good man and a lot of it um you know all of them have their moments um yeah but uh, you know a lot of it is bill murray oh um, yeah well we also uh, we also <laughs> like you know it's supposed to be scary and you know in some parts i could see it being creepy but again it's just so much fun one of the scenes we didn't talk about but one of my favorite scenes as a kid was after the containment unit gets shut off and we see all the ghosts uh, run through yeah. uh, New York. And I love yeah. like how we've got um, like a like a like an undead uh, taxi driver for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, one ghost that pops out of the subway station and makes a bunch of noise. And then Slimer comes out of the hot dog stand. And like, again, it's just. It could be creepy, but they throw in just enough humor that, like, you could still be creeped out, but you're going to laugh at it. It's like a fun yeah. creep out moment. Yeah. And it's amazing. Even even going back to, like, when um, when they're in the ballroom and they're hunting Slimer, um, you know, Vakeman's, like, looking up at Slimer and he's like, yep. That's the one that got me. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a line from after the ballroom scene that I'm surprised you didn't bring up because I've definitely heard you say it, which was we came, we, we came, saw, we, we saw, ass. yep, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. <laughs> I love too that later well, on he's like later on they're like trying to build a hotel guy and he's like so uh, for the for the trapping we're gonna have to charge you four thousand dollars but we are having a special on containing the beast and that'll just be a thousand. Yeah, well, and and the funny part about that scene is if you watch uh, if you watch Egon, Egon's like giving him like hand signals, so he's like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, okay, so for trapping the beast, and like Egon puts up one finger, he's like, that's gonna be one thousand dollars, and then he's like, for containment, and Egon's holding up like three fingers and he's like that's gonna be three thousand <laughs> like, so egon's giving him like little signals like the whole time especially because that's their like that's their kind of first um <laughs> their first job i kind of so egon trying to get as much money as he can yeah and so when they tell him the total like the the hotel owners like i i had no idea that it would be this much. I and won't pay like, it. Well, we can just we can just put it right back in there. <laughs> yeah, and I love that they clear out so quickly that we never see the hotel manager's like reaction to how destroyed the room is. <laughs> yeah, because they <laughs> fucked that whole ballroom. Yeah, they're up. like they're like uh, you know specimen coming through, and they just leave. 
But uh, no, yeah. man. It's Go- perfect, man. Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters is a perfect movie from start to finish. It is an absolute. Yeah, and, it is an absolute classic. It is one that. Um, it's a movie that you can pass on to any generation. Your daughters love it. I loved it as a kid, and you and I yeah. still watch it as adults now. I can watch it with my parents, and uh, it just is super nostalgic. It's funny. And again, even for people who don't like horror, this is a perfect um, accessible movie that is part of the horror genre. It is. And you know what? The, the Like, the cool part about it is, is that, I, I mean, you know, there's a couple of Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters 2 is pretty decent. I, I still like Ghostbusters 2. So the only um, thing that stops me from really loving Ghostbusters 2 is just kind of how ludicrous the plot is. But I yeah. do but I do still like seeing the original cast back. And then sure. I and know then, I know that we're on opposite ends, but I do get a lot of enjoyment out of the uh <laughs> the, the lady one. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> Jason, come on. So we'll, you you even we'll, ha- we'll, No, 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 no. We'll, you you even had to have laughed when Melissa McCarthy's talking to Kristen Wiig and they're like, "We got an EVP to show you." And she's like, "Really?" And then they show it, they like play the the noises for her, and then a fart noise comes out. And then Kristen Wiig is like, ha, 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 real funny. And then Kate McKinnon's like, what's funny is that it came from the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Listen, so there, there are, with, with the girl Ghostbusters, there are, I'm not going to lie, there are some very funny parts in there. And, and again, um, Chris Hemsworth uh, I think is the funniest part of the movie. Um, and and they do have some little gems in there. Well, honestly, um, man, they, I, I uh, like the, I like the chemistry of the four female leads that they picked for that one. Yeah. And, well, and I really like, uh, I, I really like Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's really funny. Um, and her character, like I did like a lot in that, in that movie. Um, but I will, I will give you this one thing I'm not crazy about with that movie. I liked it when they did it at least once or twice, but some of the cameos of the old cast really suck. Yeah, they did. Um, I, I was not a big fan of, uh, Bill Murray's cameo. No, that, um, that one was kind of, like, that I, one I was kind of, like... that one was kind of meh. Um, and then, uh, honestly the Sigourney Weaver cameo was pretty bad too. Yeah, I just I just felt like it was unnecessary. Like, uh, if you're gonna do your new thing, just do it and uh, don't don't try and fuck with the old shit. Like, yeah. just leave it alone. You but, know what I'm saying? But a well done um, uh, legacy sequel was the what was what we got after that with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. So Afterlife, I loved. Me too, man. I, I thought Afterlife was amazing. And so Ivan Reitman, who directed the first two Ghostbusters, um, his son, Jason Reitman, mm-hmm. wrote and directed the new one. He did Afterlife. Yeah. Um, and and I thought it was a really good love story to um uh to Egon. 
Oh, that for was, sure, man. I, I almost, yeah, I was but, almost in tears watching that. Oh yeah, I was, man. I was, I was totally in tears watching that. I was like, I was like, man, like, you know, and, and uh, I thought it was a great way to play it. Um, because Harold Ramis, you know, had passed away. Um, and then if you're going to do a Ghostbusters without Harold Ramis, you know, who, you know, he's one of the key characters. Um, so if you're going to do one without him, um, and, and try and bring in the original cast, the, the fact that they kind of, um, centered the story around Egon. Uh, I thought yeah, was, I liked I liked that a lot. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, they they did a really good job, and I think that uh, <laughs> especially, like I said, uh, Jason Reitman directing and writing it. You know, he was trying to, to kind of ping off of what his dad did. Uh, with the first two and just you could tell that he he respected the material and he wanted to make it as funny as possible but he also wanted to have a lot of heart behind it and you know like uh, with uh with egon coming in at the end even though they The one thing that I kind of didn't like with Afterlife was that um, they kind of painted Egon as an asshole. Um, Yeah, that was an interesting way to take the story. But at the same time, it was like everybody thought that he was an asshole or you know, like didn't think highly of him. But he was actually right all along. Yeah, exactly. Like, so he was, he was, he was trying to help them and he was trying to, you know, make everything right or, or trying to protect everybody and trying to not let the apocalypse happen. Yeah. No. Um, So, so at the end of the day, man, you know, say what you will about the 2016 Ghostbusters with the, with the females and say what we will about Ghostbusters too. But at the end of the day, man, the Ghostbusters franchise, I can honestly watch any four of the movies and just be happy with it. Um, yeah. And I'm, and, super, and, and I'm super excited for the next sequel to come out later this year. Um, yeah. And I, like, I, I just love this franchise. And there's one last thing that I want to throw a lot of love to tying into the franchise is that 2009 Ghostbusters video game, man. Oh, dude, it was so good. It is um, an amazing game. It really is, and like if if you're a Ghostbusters fan at all, um, it, it it brought it in. Like you felt like you were, <laughs> you felt like you were a Ghostbuster. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, because you, know? you play as a nameless character, and the reason you're a nameless character is because the all the voice cast came back, right? And they bring you in. You play yeah. as this unknown character, and then they're like, Ray comes in to to the staff and says. Hey, this is new Ghostbuster, and then he tries to say your name, and Venkman says, "No names, Ray. I don't want to get too attached to this kid." 
<laughs> yeah, because you know you're like this new recruit, which is which is cool. That's a it's a good way to like kind of angle the game yeah. and put you into it. Um, but there's but, but there's there's them- there's so many movie tie-ins. You get to trap the ghosts in the way that you see it done in the movie. You get to see characters from the movie come back into the game, and uh, it's a great love letter to the to the movies, man. Absolutely, man. Like that, like the first time, like when I played that game, like the first time that I was able to like wrangle a ghost and throw a trap out and, you know, get them into the trap and, you know, put them in. Like, I, I was just like, Oh God, I love this. Um, and, and 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 the story, the storyline for the game was good too. Yeah. And I know it's been remastered to adapt to modern day, but man, the visuals for that time and now are still great. Oh yeah. They were, they were really good. Um, I mean, when the original came out, it was on, you know, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 4. Um, but uh, it, play, PlayStation I mean, 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, but P- it, PS4 wasn't out yet. <laughs> but, I mean, it looked amazing. And it was just like, if, if you wanted a Ghostbusters game, and fun little side note, um, <laughs> which we talked about earlier. Um, so... When the Ghostbusters game came out, um, I was uh, managing the GameStop in Mount Pleasant, and Bill Murray actually lives not far from there. And when the game came out, we had a midnight release, and he walked in, and of course I was starstruck. Um, I tried not to geek out too hard uh <laughs> um so i just kind of like i didn't want to go hard on him um but he he went to the shelf and he brought his game up he brought ghostbusters up and i was like i was like man am i really selling you your own game and he's like hell yeah so you're just reminding me that's an awesome story by the way i have a little uh bill murray story myself uh so when we first moved out here i was like eight at the time and uh within months of of living here we went to my first river dogs game and anybody that that lives down here knows bill murray is like uh one of the big yeah one of the big owners of the river dogs and um we went to one of the games and my parents and I ran into Bill Murray when we were walking around. And okay, so for this part of the story, I have two versions. I don't know which one is correct because <laughs> both of my okay. parents have their sides and neither one of them will say they both stand by their own version. So I don't know which one is correct. But um, so we met Bill Murray and my dad says he introduced me to Bill Murray and then says, that's Dr. Venkman. And I was like, I was like, stars. I was like, yeah, I was like starstruck. My mom said, like says she introduced me to him. And the part where the stories differ is Bill Murray was told by my parents that I was a massive fan of his movies, which I am. And he said, Oh really? What's your favorite movie of mine? Like, you know, Bill Murray being Bill Murray. 
And him, yeah, because yeah. he's very sarcastic. Yeah. Yep. And my dad said, I said Ghostbusters because my dad said that's Dr. Venkman. My mom says that I said Space Jam, <laughs> <laughs> which is entirely not his movie, but I just loved him in it and I still do. Right. Sure. And in her story, he said, or she told me that when I said that, that I said Space Jam, that he was like, oh, yeah, I like that one too. And then, so, back to the stories being one, I walk away and I go to the bathroom or go to get food or something, and I had just gotten a baseball from the gift shop for the River Dogs, and I guess when I walked away, my parents got Bill Murray to sign the baseball. Nice. And, well, you might hate me in a second. I come back, I come back from whatever I'm doing, and they're like, look, he signed your baseball. And I got so freaking mad that he wrote on my baseball. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want the baseball anymore because he wrote on it. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually kind of begged my parents to buy a new baseball because I didn't want the one that he wrote on. That's funny. And uh, I have since, of course, they were like, well, we're going to keep the baseball that he signed. They have since lost it. And then years later, when I worked at the River Dogs, my brother met him, met Bill Murray when he was sitting in the stands. And my brother told him that story. And Bill Murray said, well, he should have kept it because I don't do that anymore. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, So funny moment there that I still kick myself to this day over. But, um, well, that's that's funny. Um, And and again, um, so um, when he came in uh to my GameStop, you know, he uh, he was always shopping for his kids. Um and he was always very polite and very cool. Um and of course, you know, I I sold him Ghostbusters. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm buying my own game. Um but I had an employee that was helping him and she was so like starstruck that she just like fucked up like everything that he was trying to buy. Um, so like she gave him the wrong controls and, and, and did all this crazy shit. Um, just because she was just like, she was just like in awe. And uh, when, when he walked out, I was, I was talking to her and I was like, I was like, Hey, what'd you do? And, you know, everything. And she was like, um, I gave him this and this and this. And I was like, Oh dude, you fucked up. (laughs) So she, so I also, uh, one last moment before we wrap up. Um, one of the, I think it was the first season I worked at the river dogs. Uh, I was wheelchair, wheelchairing my mom into the stadium every day because she broke her ankle. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she broke her ankle and she, I would wheelchair her into the stadium cause I was working there as well. And, um, I would help her get to her car at the end of the night, but she had a pair of crutches for when she needed to get around and Bill Murray, she worked in like the front office and Bill Murray was always in the office and yeah. he showed up one night and she had her crutches behind her, like at her desk. And Bill Murray took the crutches down the hall and put them at the other end of this long hallway so she couldn't walk away from her desk. Oh, shit. And then on top of that, later on, either that same season or the next one, 
he came into the office and my mom had like some gum that she was chewing during work and he asked her for a piece of gum and she was like, oh, sorry, I just gave it to one of my boys. And he looked at her so sternly and said, your kids are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a funny guy. I love Bill Murray. Um, yes. Well, and, and you know, like I've I've listened to him and, and, and I've met him um, a couple of times uh, just because he used to come into GameStop and buy stuff for his kids and everything like that. Um, and uh, like his, his sense of humor is so dry and just so like, uh, kind of sarcastic and everything, um, that I feel like, cause I've, I've heard people say just like, Hey, he's, he's kind of an ass or whatever. And I, the times that I've met him, I'm like, no, like he's, yeah. he's, he's just being himself. Yeah, um, he's he's funny. he's stern for you know much like ever, much like a lot of older men are in that age group, you know. Yeah. Um, well, well, and and, but, and the the thing is, like, so I like I've met a lot of my kind of like heroes, whether it's music. Like, so I met Nikki Six um, from Motley Crue, which like that was one of the best things that like ever happened to me. Like I, I, I love Nikki six. I love Miley crew. Um, and, um, you know, I, I've met Butch Walker, um, who has made his own records and also did like all of Afro Levine records and <laughs> just done tons, tons and tons of shit. Like, so I've, I've met a lot of like kind of my, like my heroes and when you just talk to them like normal people yeah and don't and don't like, fanboy yeah yeah don't fanboy out <laughs> like, yeah you know just say hey like and 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 you may may be able to you know throw in like hey like i'm i'm a fan but is as long as you just treat them normal you know um yeah. it's great and I, and again, um, I I thought it was really funny um, that you know I did the mid the midnight release uh, for the <laughs> Ghostbusters game, and he came in to buy his game, and I was like, really? That he was is like, oh hell yeah, <laughs> that is very funny. Well, cool yeah. man. And uh, oh, you know what? There's one last thing I wanted to throw in, and then we'll actually wrap up. Um, I mentioned sure. this uh, when we did the the Demon Knight episode, Tales from the Crypt. I only knew yeah. uh, Tales from the Crypt and the Crypt Keeper because of the Crypt Keeper's cameo in Casper. And yeah. I love that uh, in Casper, there's also a Ray cameo from Ghostbusters. And they're trying to get uh, the they're trying to get the mean ghost out of the house, and like Ray gets oh, yeah. Ray, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ray yeah, gets yeah, chased yeah. out of the house, and he's like, "Who are you gonna call? Someone else." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that too. But so yeah, good. You're- you're 100 percent right yeah man. but yeah well, let's I mean, uh well let's let's bring just just to wrap up man i mean I, i'm sure everybody's seen ghostbusters or if you haven't you're you got something wrong with you um <laughs> but <laughs> ghostbusters ghostbusters is just so funny and they have a great job um 
uh, even with Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2, you can argue that Ghostbusters 2, maybe it's not as great or whatever, but, you know, like the cast is fantastic and, uh, you know, just just the one-liners, man, like it just it, even just in my every everyday life somebody will say something and i'll just throw out a ghostbusters line yep (laughs) (laughs) just because just because there's about 50 of them (laughs) yeah you know throughout the movie no it's a it's it's a classic man it's funny it's classic um you know it's it's kind of scary um you, you might not say that it's a horror movie um, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just great, man. It's just I, so good. Like, I agree, man. It's, uh, it's one of my favorites and, uh, one of your favorites as well. And I'm glad we could do this one and, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up now, uh, before the recording device dies. Cause it's on one bar, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening to our episode on Ghostbusters. Um, we will be back again next week with another episode. Again, be on the lookout for more guests coming real soon. And, uh, Jason, thank you for joining me to just gush about how good Ghostbusters is. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure that the, the lovely listeners will be thinking about us after we're done here. Well, and, um, I think we have some good guests coming up that i'm excited about yes sir um, so uh and uh you know anytime we do this uh, we're all about having fun so absolutely and boy did we podcast. yep and boy did we have a good time so in the meantime uh get in touch with us on facebook and instagram midnight terrors podcast uh shoot us an email at midnight terrors podcast at gmail.com and uh submit any movie picks that you have for us submit horror topics that you want to hear us talk about And uh, you may just be a guest on the show with us to talk about whatever you send in. So uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you all again next Sunday. Jason, what's the name of this podcast? It's the Midnight Terrors Podcast. Hell yeah. (laughs) What'd you say? I said peace out, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is a Midnight Terrors Podcast. We'll see you all again next Sunday. Peace. Peace.